Oh, hello there. Welcome back to the wrestling podcast. That's wrestling spot W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. It's all the graps without the E, but of course, me and G, we're not anti-E, we're simply pro-wrestling. My name is Liam, this guy is Gareth. Hey! And I, for one, am both thrilled and relieved that I remembered that whole spiel, because uh, <laughs> it's been a while, a hot minute, as they say. Do people still say that, or is that me stuck in the my, my naughty hip-hop? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. It's been a hot minute. Wody, do you remember that one? No Limit Soldiers? I do, somehow. <laughs> it didn't fly in Salisbury for some reason, but no, I also not. sounded cool. Anywho, um, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. Just rapidly trying to sell pretty much everything I own uh, in order to move across the Atlantic. So that's keeping me pretty busy whilst also working six days a week to sort of uh, have the requisite funds to get married and move intercontinentally. It'll so, be yeah. worth it in the end. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, yeah. the uh, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> how how about your good self? I should just say as well for anybody that's looking for some goods, you know, either side of the Atlantic, give this boy a shout. You never know; he might have it. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. All good. Thank you. Busy, busy with work and stuff. Just lots and lots of work at the second, which is in some cases fun and in some cases not so fun. Um, I'd say it's sort of weighted more towards the not so fun end, mm, which is mm. bummer. But, you know, a bit of wrestling writing, which has been good fun. Also helping compile the next um, Wrestling Observer yearbook for the year 2000, which involves sort of scraping one. through a year's worth of Dave's notes to, to pile stories together. It's actually really, really fun when you get a bit of time to do it and it doesn't feel so pressurized. Mm. It is a really fun thing because you do see the beginnings and ends of stories you know and sometimes it will just be a sentence you know somewhere in the the miscellaneous portion of the newsletter and you know you know with the benefit of hindsight Hindsight, oh wow that's the that's the beginning of that and you know you follow it through and you know Mm -hmm. sometimes these things complete within a year uh year 2000 obviously a big one for the changing landscape in u.s wrestling with wcw and ecw both more or less hitting the skids in that year um and you know certainly reading on the wcw side it's fascinating i bet i can really imagine some of the decisions that were made and Mm. you know it's it's just so interesting to to read it you know this far removed as well where it's not emotional anymore you can just read it and be like wow gosh might have to get my hands on that like 2000 was the sort of first year of my wrestling fandom yeah yeah holds a special place in my heart same mate that was a an absolutely incredible year. If you were a WWE fan at the time, my gosh, there was some good stuff that year, mm. 2000. And, you know... It the... really made those early, mid-2000s difficult to watch after, you know, getting into it in like 2000, 2001. Yeah. And then it hit kind of really sort of falling off a cliff. Yes. There was a sort of malaise that stretched, wow, you know, 10 years maybe, possibly yeah. longer. And, you know, ultimately saw us away from... <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's really it's really what made us start, you know, watching TNA, ROH, ROH you know, we yeah. wanted more, we wanted more than WWE, WWF at the time could give us. Yeah, and in many ways, I was thinking about this the other day, because, you know, every, it's interesting, you watch the new, sorry, this is a real deviation from the podcast, raison d'etre, but here we are, we're talking about WWE and AEW, but every week, I feel like there's a degree of optimism surrounding AEW, generally well warranted. You know, they've made a good signing or there's a new TV show or, you know, a particular show was very, very good or the Wembley numbers or what have you. And then it gets to Thursday and the rating will come out. And if it's not one million, then they're doomed. Yeah, and it, it's game it, over. Know, they're dead in the water. Over. And then we start all over again. And the re- I was thinking that, Thinking back to those, you know, sludgy, turgid years of, you know, mid-noughties WWE where it was a real slog to Mm. to get through. And the fact that they have grown from that point, you know, they didn't drive everyone away, I think means that they're basically safe for life. You know, short of a catastrophic (laughs) decision up top. In terms of their fan base, if you made it through that and you're still there, it's very little that's probably going to turn you off. It's going to drive you you away, yeah. So that's what AEW needs, basically. They need to get <laughs> get those fans that will yeah, stick with them. I just always think as well, you know, Warner seem so incredibly happy. They keep giving them more, oh. more TV. And it's just like, I it's mean, not, it's ridiculous. you don't give a company that, you know, uh, kind of on their 
have got their death rattle more and more no. hours of TV. This is it. And actually, you know, just a, a mini plug, if I may, that the most recent issue of Inside the Ropes magazine, I've got a, a little piece in there about Collision, the mm. new, sh- new AW show, which goes into what the requirements are from Warner, uh, that we know of at least, in order to see the show through, but also to warrant that, you know, magical one bill uh, deal, which is uh, has been mooted and, you know, mm. Uh hate to inform some of you that may be less keen on AEW, but so far so good. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, if you get a chance, do check that out. I'd love to get your feedback. Also, of course, there's the uh monthly Eastwatch pieces as well, where we go through everything, everything puro. So, you know, if you want to check that out, I'd be um yeah. grateful for it's, your feedback. It's a great little section. Um Cheers, mate. you know, it's it's really reminiscent of you know, reading Power Slam again back in those early mid 2000s yeah seeing names and like little things being dropped in i'm just like jesus that sounds incredible like how can i lay my hands on this and it's so much easier to do that now like you know we were just like maybe find somebody online i can send a check to and then receive a a vhs in the mail (laughs) it it's it's incredible that it's all within the same not just the same lifetime but you know 20 years you know yeah. the the rate of development in it doesn't seem real is, does it it's wild yeah, like, it's absolutely nuts i remember sending a check away not even my check asking my dad to write out a check for like 30 quid or something so i could send it away and receive error of honor begins the first roh show an iwa mid-south ted petty invitational oh. and the chris hero CM Punk 90 minute match all when on Punk VHS. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man. I remember I don't know what happened to those VHSs, but like I they made me so 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 happy. I remember they'd arrived while I was away at a Reading Festival and getting home and like, you know, welcoming the uh the, the parcel. Just like, oh my god, I can't wait to watch all these. Oh geez. Yeah. Those were the days when I mean there's something to that having to wait for. Mm-hmm the video or the dvd to arrive the anticipation building the not knowing you know i i love being able to watch what i want when i want now yeah. but there there is a there was a real quality to that which i it's, miss it's you know we're definitely wearing some rose colored glasses here looking back on on this stuff <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i suppose that the, the modern day equivalent is like the the new japan us shows which yeah. seem to take forever and a day to get uploaded to world or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, well, same as like the stardom pay-per-views as well you know stardom if, you, if you've yeah. not got the the dollar to uh or the the yen so to, to, to sort of drop on on buying those there you know on the day they they air yeah i must say i mean i know all streaming services are going the same way but i do i do struggle a bit with having to pay on top of paying mm-hmm. you know you're already a subscriber and then you have to pay on top of that to get it at the time like it's I think it's going to be a very rare occasion where I do that because I don't know. It just doesn't seem to make sense at the second. But all streaming services are going that way. Almost none of them are profitable. Stuff stuff on top. You know, you get you get your like baseline, and then for the like the real premium stuff, you have to then pay on top of that. You know, which uh, I it just it changes the paradigm, and I think it's difficult once the genie's out the bottle to sort of stuff it back in. You know. Yeah, I do. I think people I do. are gonna people are gonna struggle with that changing paradigm. Well, I was looking just this past weekend. You know, you had Slammiversary, which had a good card. Yeah, I mean like Alex Shelley on, on Alex Shelley on top of Impact. It Main event me, Shelley. It makes me so happy. Like oh. after like twenty years, he sort of finally gets the top honors there. Yeah, I really want to plug myself back into Impact. Yeah. I can't actually find where you watch it in the UK. I must look <laughs> into this. I think it's on DAZN now, which again is another fee on top. So, but I would like to, just if nothing else, just to see this Alex Shelley run. But, you know, as, actually the whole card looked pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Shout out to uh, Subculture as well. Um, yeah. All of whom we, we saw at Pro Wrestling Chaos relatively recently. Yeah. Actually, I don't think Mark Andrews was on it. but No, still. he wasn't to feedback to that so we went to liam and i were at pro s and chaos in bristol in june uh mm. for my stag do and birthday yes, yes. combined garth fest 2023 indeed yeah you'll be surprised to hear that, that was the portion that i arranged to the last of chaos <laughs> show. <laughs> but it was really fun because we had a lot of folk with us that you know had, had seen a little bit of wrestling but weren't wrestling fans yeah. by any stretch of the imagination i and mean i think I... 
I've dragged a lot of them to attack at the yes. community center in the past, but it's so probably been it's probably been close to ten years since since I last dragged them there when I last, was still living in Cardiff. But it was lovely to see their feedback. Yeah. They all got really into it. They're uh, still talking about it. A lot of them. Yeah, and you know the the big hit from that show was Danny Luna, yeah. um, who had an absolute cracking match against Wild Boar, like yeah. a really good match. Um, and you know, I see some of your friends bought shirts which was awesome as well for like a one-off thing i think that's really really cool and yeah it's interesting to see that she was out of all of them she was the one that translated the most so very cool stuff there yeah it was a good 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 day it was a good time yeah turns out i'm terrible at laser tag which (laughs) i think and i am very good i think which really hit you hard i wouldn't say you're very good i I just think you had a a marginally better time of it than I marginally did. better. Like I was like second every time. Yeah, but that's that's luck, isn't it? Really, you know. <laughs> I think we'd need to play it at least ten times to get some. <laughs> Do we really learn anything from two rounds of Laser Quest? <laughs> also, there are a couple of absolute can, sharks I'm, in there. I can were... never be good at things, can I? <laughs> in your eyes. It's more that I can never be bad at them. Okay, mate. there but, we go. Um, yeah, All right, that's go. that's a little bit more fair. There you go. If you there were, there really were. There, there, there was, there was, it was, there was some real murderers in that laser quest. There were. You had a friend, um, who he'd found a spot. Oh and, yeah, and he he wore sunglasses the whole time, which for whatever reason made him invisible. <laughs> he just get me every time, but he wouldn't even. He would he just raise move. the gun. Non, it was like the Orange Cassidy of laser quest. Yeah. And it made it all the more fr- frustrating. <laughs> oh, incredible, incredible. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. That was it was time. a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I think I lost about 20 pounds in there. It oh, it was a sweaty, sweaty. It was a warm, warm, warm day. Jeez Louise, it was crazy. Anyway, right old tangent. But there you go, folks. You're all up to date now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's well, just, it's been a, it's been a tough old few, you know, despite the nice time we, we had in, um, yeah, head in Bristol for that. It has been a 2023 has been hard on both of us, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For different reasons, it has been challenging. And I think as well with, you know, it, it always sounds a bit silly. Like making a podcast shouldn't be taxing or what have you. But actually, there are elements that go into mm-hmm. it that, you know, do require a fair bit of work. Yeah. You know, organizing guests, doing research, what actually what finding the time to watch the shows is often a challenge for me personally. There are yeah. costs associated and, you know, I think after a while that, or, you know, in amongst other things that can all get on top of you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, that plus other things made it a little bit difficult so to was, get anywhere near the mic. It was, it was never intentional to like take a break, but then no. we, you know, we missed one week, we missed two, and then that just kind of kept on rolling to the point it's where we're like just like, whole... this, is, this is, this is quite nice actually not having to. Uh, you know, not that we've lost any any of our like enjoyment or passion for doing it, but just you know having that extra extra time with everything that has been going on for both of us. You know, like I started a new job in January, mm. and it was an absolute nightmare, and it didn't work out, and I was just you know throwing everything I had into that, and mm. um, you know trying my absolute best, and it just never feeling good enough, um, and it just sort of even though I wasn't actually doing work from home that was all I was thinking about. So, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to do this tomorrow and I need to do that. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe that this slipped by me. And, you know, so it was just a real nightmare. I've left that now and I'm in a much better place, but yeah, yeah. I was really, I was really struggling. Yeah, mate, that was rough. It was rough, rough to observe. And, you know, it's a shame because it's a place that I've done some work in, in the past as well. And I had a, you know, a fairly good experience, but they, they absolutely did you rotten. I yeah. thought. So yeah, screw those guys. And I, I think my, inclination is always to see the best side in everybody and everything yes. and so i was like oh no 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 you know like it's just you know it'll be fine i like i really was just convinced it would all be okay and yeah it just really wasn't yeah but you know i do think you know you did a good job of remaining relatively open throughout you know talking about how it was going and stuff like that yeah because i think it could be easy to shut up shop and you know shell up as it were and you know, and that that doesn't do you any good at all. And I, I think as a result of that, you know, you found yourself out and in a better place, perhaps yeah. more quickly than maybe in previous years. It may, you know, it may have taken longer. So. Well, you know, and it was one of those things that I think I left my, I was doing sort of two jobs previously, and I left on really good terms with both of them. And you know, they both loved the work I do. That they both took me back immediately with open arms. So I'm just sort of back. 
back where I was before. <laughs> and in it's how it goes, place, though, isn't yeah. it? Sometimes you need to go back to go forward, yeah, and absolutely. you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. I remember someone saying that to me once when we were playing football, and it mm. blew my mind because I was just not look. I, I had all the enthusiasm for playing football, but I was never particularly good at it. You tried playing football with size 14 feet. It's actually yeah. really difficult. Um, and I was just always trying to belt it forward. And the guy one time said that to me, and it was like time just swirled around me like that that Triple H clip at the beginning of Raw years ago. It was like, whoa, okay, that applies to everything. you got to go back <laughs> to go forward. I like it. Perfect. Um, so anyway, thanks for that, dude. But yes, fortunately... You know, you're in a better place now and, you know, full steam ahead yeah. to some very, very happy times oh, indeed. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we will, yeah, I think the plan now is to sort of be back on it as much as possible with the podcast. Mm. My intentions are to sort of continue once I'm settled in the States. There might be some slight outages as I get settled. Feeding yeah. periods, just getting the times lined up and stuff like yeah. that as well. But yeah, I should say as well, we weren't completely asleep at the wheel. There were a few interviews that you know fell through which you know would have would yeah. have been useful for the period but you know it's just one of those things it was i think in hindsight the universe was saying just take a break yeah have a little break just take a break yeah relax <laughs> so there we go anyway we're back now and uh we wanted to just have a general catch up and then play a little bit of a game uh, in the second half of the show yeah. and there are a few things to catch up on particularly recently yeah i wanted to start off with um chucky p Gatton yes e. Because I, for one, did not have Emi Sakura winning the Big Blue Belt no. um, on my card for 2023. But sure enough, she's done it. And, you know, uh, you know, Hagane, in the end, ended up with a relatively fleeting reign, at least mm. compared to some of the other longer ones. Oh, what absolutely. was your takeaway from that? Yeah, no, it wasn't sort of as um, lengthy and jam-packed as maybe some of the other recent ones. I think there was still some room to run there, but also mm. I'm not, I, I ain't mad at Amy nah, Sakura holding, holding the, big, the big belt. She can do what she wants, yeah. And also as well, you don't want everybody to have these epic reigns because then no. it doesn't carry weight, does it? No, exactly. You know, it kind of becomes just sort of part and parcel of, of the belt. And like, I think a lot of them have... You know, a lot of the recent reigns have been that way, you know. So the until so that Hagane's reign was 115 days. Previous to that, the shortest reign had been 322. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, that, so well, it's, it's only had five champions. Yeah, you forget that, don't you? It's a very recent belt. Yeah. Um still in its infancy in many ways. Um yeah, no, it's good stuff. I liked it. I was very pleased to see Emmy with the belt. It was a funny bit of scheduling where you got her first defense ahead of the um the title win coming out on YouTube, from what I could see. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I saw a few people in the chat being like, "Wait, did Emmy win?" <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yep. So yeah, that's that's up on that's up on YouTube now. That's still on my on my to to watch list, but watch uh, list. Yes. hopefully hopefully going to get to that um, sometime over this week. Yeah, the the big ones for me are the second. I want I need to watch that. I need to watch the G1 because I'm doing a two-pager on that for the next issue, which is quite fun. So I want to be as yeah. plugged into it as humanly possible. I'm dead excited for uh, Freddie Kingston's run in this year's G1. Eddie yeah. and, and Kaito Kiyomiya are my, yes. my, my two that I'm just really excited to see how they get on in this year's G1. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by that. You know, speaking of tournaments and cool entrants, Brooksy. In the in the N one, mate, I was absolutely over the moon when I saw yeah. that. I was so pumped because I, I forget if you were on the call as well, but I I remember distinctly having a conversation with him off air about Japan. Yeah, and yeah, he didn't seem to. He wasn't bothered, was he? No. Well, not he wasn't bothered, but he just that, that wasn't, wasn't on where his, his focus was. Yeah, he was like, I'm really committed to this America and Australia. Get this done. Yeah, which is fair enough. And I, I was. You're thinking, I think we probably had the conversation afterwards. Yeah, it was like, oh, such a shame because he's yeah, he, he really he'd be well, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think actually, the landscape has massively shifted in terms of the route which one can take to a quote unquote major. You know, mm. if you're trying to attract the attention of you know the, the big North American companies, you know, in years gone by, working the road in the US was probably the way to go. You know, doing more and more indies and stuff like that but i do think that whole ecosystem has shifted now because there's so the u.s indies seem 
primarily focused on super fights you know it was just big matches and you know that's not necessarily where there's so many of them i think it's very easy to get lost in the shuffle like you could look at look across your twitter feed if you're following plenty of the u.s indie companies and see so many matches that you'd really want to see but just the sheer the volume quantum of them yeah. is just yeah it's just overwhelming and i think as a result it it, it kind of creeps into noise territory you know it just becomes noise yeah and you want especially when you need you know another subscription to watch stuff yes yeah 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 absolutely whereas i think japan now is is definitely a quicker route to getting noticed because you know for one in terms of you know if you're an international talent there's less of you there so by virtue of that you're going to be more noticeable that's that's just how it goes and also, you know, the kind of matches that you could have out there. Like, think about what Brooksy's about to do in the M1. You know, his opening night against Keno, for goodness sake. Um, you know, <laughs> gonna he's be... got Jake Lee in his bracket. Yeah. He's got uh, Inamora in his bracket. It really is tournament season. Tournament season. <laughs> G1, you know, N1, uh, Tokyo Princess Cup, Five Star. Oh, my word. But, you know, if he imagine if he has a really good run here, which I'm sure he will. I I would wager that he'd get far more interest or you know from international fans than he would work in the road in the US. I just think that's where things are at now. Yeah, because I think a lot of the US indies are sort of more regional. Um, mm. like unless you're doing something really special, people outside your region may not have your streaming service, or unless you're a real like wrestling freak, you know, mm. you're not gonna have all the all the different streaming services. But you're likely to have a Wrestle Universe subscription or a, yeah. you know, subscription to um, New Japan World or, mm. you know, what have you. You're more likely to kind of catch catch those things and like be following um, that than another regional US indie. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I said on Twitter the other day, and I, I mean it with only a hint of personal bias, that I I strongly suspect that Brooksy will beat Keno in the first round. Mm. Well, I think he'll get a fair few scalps. Not yeah. dissimilar to how Jack Morris was. I was last just year. about to say, you know, yeah. like I think that's that that's the route that he'll sort of go down, just surprise a couple of people. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I love it as well that he's gone in with a bit of an attitude. Like mm. he's not the Adam Brooks of MCW, yeah. you know, where he's you know, way more light-hearted or uh, a fan favorite he's going in there with a a zero tolerance approach i think that makes all the sense in the world if you if you are considered to be the best wrestler of an entire country yeah then why on earth would you walk in to somewhere new with any you know uh deference you know you'd you'd walk in with your your chest out wouldn't you yeah and uh, head held high yeah and i think that's what he's doing so yeah it's good stuff yeah very good stuff indeed fair play um did you you told me you watched the Tokyo Joshi Pro show as well? Yeah, Summer Sun Princess two three. Um, also on my watch list. Great show. Really, really enjoyed it. I Just heard the a, main event was very good. One of the nicest things I can I can say about a, a show and a big show like this is just, you know, it was four four plus hours long, but just such an easy watch. Well, you know, that's a bit of a hallmark of these big Tokyo Joshi shows. Easy breezy, mm. well paced, well booked. You know the enough different stuff i liked all the imports you know from the states mm. put, had good showings really 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 liked it great to see kari noah in a sort of featured singles match here yes, um, and that was that was actually one of my favorites of the show against vert vixen for the defy uh, women's title i thought that match absolutely slapped yeah, definitely go out of your way to watch that one. Mm. Uh, Sawyer Rec continues to impress against Miyu Mashta. Sawyer Rec just works so well in Tokyo Joshi Pro. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, really enjoyed that. And then the other uh, import match was Miyu Watanabe against Nyla Rose. Mm. Uh, this one felt the kind of the most underwhelming of the of the three with, um, you know, and it was actually the only one where uh, the import came out on top. Nyla Rose mm. won that match. Um, you know, which I I do think is a is a shame. You know, I really would love to see Miu's sort of continual rise to the top. Yeah, maybe there's a rematch down the line. I think a Nyla Rose month or two long run out in TJPW would be be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that would work a treat. 
absolutely she fits in fits in well there still still loving all the max the impaler stuff with you know Azure Kong and pom um <laughs> so the you know the three-way tag match was just like a real had just like lots of fun stuff going on but mm. some great exchanges liked that a lot as well julia nagano being being back her return match i really enjoy her tag team with uh mocha miyamoto really enjoyed them as a team against daisy monkey uh Arisendo and suzume you know like all people who i think have got super bright futures in the mm. in the company mm. and then the of course the anarchy team with now kakuta uh against asuka or veni and yuki kamafuku oh, was venue. was just good fun as well yeah venue yeah just like so much to enjoy here new bashiki gun uh you know, making their making a comeback. Their antics are always most enjoyed. Yeah. And then, and then the top two matches just were just great, great wrestling. I felt like a real coming out party for Yuki Aino in her international princess title match against Rika Tatsumi. I never really felt like the title was in danger in this match, but Yuki Aino really showed something here. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed Rika here. She's, I think she's fantastic. And then just Mizuki and Ito putting an absolute clinic, you know, about 25 minutes long. Gosh. Lots of emotion, callbacks, you know, hard hitting. Really shows that the two of them are top tier in Tokyo Joshi Pro. You know, and I can't remember the last time a big show like this was headlined by somebody that wasn't a combination <laughs> of Yamashita, you know, Shoko or uh, Yuka. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's very true. So it's kind point. of it's kind of shown, you know, perhaps the the growth of you know TJPW a little bit in the last uh, year or so. Mm. What's your what's your thoughts on Makita going forward? I mean, does she ever win the pop title? Is that I think it eludes her. I think it eludes her too. I don't think Ito or Yamashita are probably long for. TJPW, I think they mm. they obviously both have their sights set on on America. Yeah, I I think certainly Ito. I think Yamashita maybe as a a more mid to long term thing. Yeah. But I I don't disagree. But yeah, I, you almost think Ito really. I don't know. Is she out of option? It feels like there's limited real estate for her in Tokyo Joshi Pro mm. now, whereas there's there's exponential real estate in in the US, and yeah, she seems to be really enjoying oh, yeah. life as part With of the gcw roster and you know <laughs> popping up on you know an aw and yeah she's no shortage of bookings stateside yeah no it'd be interesting to see no very very good you know i would i would like i would really like her to stick around because i still think there's plenty for her to do in tjpw you well, know it feels a crying shame that she doesn't get that win over me particularly yeah. for the belt but yeah. you know it Timing that's that's wrestling, baby. Yeah, yeah. It, sometimes you don't get the uh, those storybook endings. No, no. There's a there's a big thing in a second about finishing the story, isn't there? But yeah. sometimes not finishing the story is finishing. And the that's story. real life, you know. <laughs> Things it don't is. get tied up neatly with a bow all yeah, the time, every that's time. It. That's um, it. But yeah, really, really great top show. Yeah, and just kind of great to see Mizuki having such a sort of good reign thus far. Yeah, she's very, very good. So it's nice to see that more people are waking up to that i suppose yeah. or getting exposed to that is probably a nice way of putting it so that's um yeah that's re really wonderful to see yeah absolutely so yeah looking forward to um i'm a little bit behind want to dig into the um tokyo princess cup now mm. um you know haven't had any of that sport yet thankfully as well so can kind of dig into that without knowing who's made it through to the next round just yet very good very good this seems like a good place as any to pause here just on a, a general catch-up and let's have a chat about champions going forward okay so we're going to play a little game folks what we're going to do is look at some of the big championships uh, that we cover here on the podcast and make a prediction as to who will be holding that championship come the end of the year probably not as easy as one might expect <laughs> but uh we're you know i think the temptation as well will be to go with somebody new Mm. and uh that that could be the undoing of us but it'd be interesting to see you know when we get to the end of the year <laughs> yeah, like we'll probably look an back. episode in january and see where we're at and who came closest so let's start off with what i would consider to be the most uh, perhaps the most easy one out of the bunch and this is the iwgp world heavyweight championship currently held by sonada 
what's your view on who will be holding it come year end? I think it's going to be one of the up and coming trio. Really? So you think he loses it before Wrestle Kingdom? I do. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I I think they want to strap a rocket to one of Narita, Suji, or Shota. The Musketeers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, I I went the other way. I went for a Sonata hold. Just. Yeah based on the usual rule of things whereby you know they make it through the G1 and defend that at the uh, at Wrestle Kingdom and you know in my head it was going to be either Sonada Naito or Sonada CG2 mm. at um at Wrestle Kingdom some sort of LIJ yeah you know breakdown again but yeah interesting i wouldn't be surprised he he's probably the least sure-footed of any yeah he's you know, he's top a, he feels like beatable very beatable but in many ways, you know, if they want to get rid of that, then they need but, to yeah. but then, put their foot down and so to play devil's advocate. I do feel like if he makes it to Resukuna, it feels like then almost like a dead set that he's gonna drop it. Could be. Could be, yeah. But you know, does Naito if it, it depends who he's challenged by, you know, mm. if it's Naito versus Sonata. You know, Naito's luck at Wrestle Kingdom is is not the best, so I could see him retaining it there. <laughs> Poor Naito. Poor Naito. But if it's Suji, yeah, maybe. Um, you know, I'd I'd much rather if we're gonna have Lij versus former Lij, I'd much rather Sonada versus uh, the Dragon. Shingo. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I think that's that's the better matchup. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. Don't disagree. Interesting. Okay. Well, our paths have split already. Yeah. Um, so I you're... just, yeah, I just, I, I think it's, I think they're just really, you know, the fact that they've, they've christened them already. Yes. yes. So do you, would you like to put your name on one in particular or just one of the musketeers? I'm going to go on a limb. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Shota. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, we'll accept the first answer as the, the musketeers and then yeah. if you if you're right with shota then you know double points yeah all right very good so let's talk about the iwgp women's world title mm. where do you foresee this one going i mean there hasn't been a great deal of movement in that one i think it probably stays on mayu through the year and maybe gets defended uh, on january 4th interesting okay yeah i think i think julia's gonna have it yeah. Um, as part of her US expansion, I think she'll be a double champ with the strong title because sure. quite honestly, I don't think they know what to do with those belts now. Um, you know, no. I think it was the at least one of them was gonna be the Mercedes Monet belt. Yeah. And then when that got taken away, <laughs> got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it all got very confusing and you know, quite what the IWGP women's is supposed to be now, it seems very, very confused. Mm. Um but maybe you get back on track by, I, I I don't think you can really afford to amalgamate the belts this early into their lineage. But no. you know, having a double champion, that's no of, bad thing. Yeah, you know, setting the so setting one the one to be defended in Japan, one to be defended in on the stateside. Well, you know, let, let me put it to you like this: Let's get both belts on Julia, and then the match at Wrestle Kingdom is Julia versus Monet. And you know that's that, a, that's what we're working towards, surely. Like that's a box office match. Yeah, we can go from there. So yeah, I think come January first, Mayu Utani is still the champ. Very good. Okay, good stuff. Um, GHC heavyweight. If we switch over to pro wrestling now, mm. that's a that's a tough one. I'll give you my answer first, if you okay. like. Okay. Yeah, you shoot first. I don't think anyone's been Jake for it this year. Yeah. So my my money is on Jake Lee. Uh, still being champion. Sure. By the end but of the but year. who who do you think does dethrone him when the time comes? Really not sure. Yeah. Really not sure. You know, I think the match down the line is is Jake versus Go. Mm. That feels like a big one. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm. really. Mm. I'm, really does, I'm at a loss. Does somebody sort of rise up the ranks or sort of you know make a bit of a make a bit of a comeback? Does Kiyomiya come back? Not necessarily victorious from the G1, but. You know, full of, fire. Ha- ha- full of fire, having you know had that good good run in the G one to to claim it. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't be a bad thing either. You know, no. I'd lo- I love the idea of the first quarter of Kaito's year being pretty 
turbulent to say the least and then it just you know, just through. i really feel for him it just feels like he's always having a tough time it does he does he is he gets like he gets about 10 minutes of you know being being on top of the world <laughs> and then it's the rug gets pulled out from underneath him it's remarkable that he's only 27 isn't it mm. gosh wow you know feels like he's been around for such a long time well he has but you know it, i would have assumed he was in his 30s by now yeah yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it could, could be the case. could be Kaito. But, you know, regardless, I don't think it's going to happen this year. So yeah. I think, you know, Jake retains and you know feels very much like the man in Noah. Yeah. You know, as we go into 2024. Mm, OK, so Jake, you're, you're saying Jake Lee still champ come mm. on the on the first of Jan. Mm. OK, OK. What about the uh, the KOD open weight? Heard open weight. Oh, okay. Just, hold on, just to confirm. So, so were you saying Kaito for the GHC? Yeah, okay, yeah. great. KOD open weight. Yeah, I've, I'm only knowing about this. I can go first on this one because I, I have a, I have a sort of strong opinion on this one already. Go on. Uh, Yuki Ueno. Yeah, that's that's the name I had written down. I think Brooks wins it at Wrestle Peter Pan, mm. and then before the year is out. Ueno dethrones him, you know, in the same way that he dethroned him for the Universal title. So that was my thought. Absolutely. Although the more I stew on it, the more I think that Brooks doesn't win at WrestlePeter mm. Pan and uh and Ueno has the mountain to climb, yeah. as it were. But yeah, either way, we end up at the same destination. I kind of like the idea of it being Ueno and Brooks, because yeah. there is that history between them. And so I, th- I think I think Ueno loses at Reza Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and then uh, has on on a future big show, uh, he has Takeshita to come back in as a challenge. But does all this happen by the end of the year? No, no, no. This, this is that's that's next year. But so, I think so. Who keeps it? Who's got it by I, the end I, of the year? I think I think Ueno has it by the end of the year, though. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say Ueno, but I wouldn't be surprised if Hino still had it. Oh yeah, I might be completely mm. wrong about you know. Mm. I'm probably completely wrong. I just really want Brooks to. Yeah. Well, so do I. To reach the top of the mountain. I guess my my reservation is that things move a bit slower in Japan. Mm. Than they might do elsewhere, and I wonder if the, you know, the crowning of Ueno is reserved for next year. That's yeah, next year's big probably. story. But you know, maybe maybe he runs through the King of DDT and takes it that way. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I'll um I'll stick with it as well though for now. Okay. So we're we're um we're aligned there. Um, just heading back to Noah. Uh, I've also got the GHC national title okay. on my list, which uh, I feel like is everybody's favorite at the moment. With um. <laughs> Wagner doing such good work. So, what would be your uh, what would be your pick there? Does uh, the masked man retain, or I would love again. This is this is purely. I've got no strong reason for saying this other than he's just a person that I enjoy and would like to see him with some gold. Is uh, Master Kitamiya? Be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a good match as well. So maybe a banging match. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I've let Heart rule head in a big way here, and I've um I've gone with Adam Brooks winning it. That's nice. I think, you know, he impresses during the M1 and then gets a belt shortly thereafter. But we'll see. Yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, Massa would be amazing as well. Everybody loves this title reign, though. So I don't think anyone's in the No one wants it to end. Yeah. No, I certainly don't. Um, okay, let's hop over to Stardom. Red belt. Already been some curious decisions with this one. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know everybody seemed... Well, it seemed like everybody really loved tam winning it um from julia and i like it in isolation like i would have happily have that be the end of that title reign but just in like <laughs> a year's time six yeah, months time yeah sure it just felt wild at the time you know that show where monet lost and julia lost and you're thinking this is crazy because that's the match why would you devalue mm-hmm, it by taking mm-hmm. the belts off of both of them it just it blew my mind. I've, yeah, it's it's so strange to enjoy a show so much, yet be completely, <laughs> you know, like put off by the results. Yeah, the results couldn't have gone less in my in my preferred direction. But there we go. Um, so, getting back to the red belt, I 
actually don't think that Tam sees out the year no. with this. I think that Utami will be the red belt holder mm. by the end of the year. I felt like the, the story that's been going on with Queen's Quest has been a good one. And I think, you know, a good run in the five star and uh, and ultimately leading to Utami taking it by yeah. the end of the year. That's uh, that's my shout. I'd be down with that. I would like to see that, but I, I think Tam holds it through to 1st of Jan. Okay, good, good. And then White Belt, where are you at with that? Ooh. I'm on a hold. I think Mariah holds it and she holds it for a long yeah. time. Yeah, very possibly. I don't know. It's, it's a tough one to, to call that. It's, it's slightly unfair because we're pretty near the beginning of her reign so yeah it's hard to we've, and we've had we've had a couple of really short reigns yeah um, the mina one seemed really unreasonably short i'd uh, I'd, I'd like mina to to get it back yeah me too i think i'm gonna say before the years out uh, mina shirakawa gets gets the belt back okay okay very good um let's just hop over to chucky p gato move for a minute we, we spoke about Emmy capturing the uh, the big blue earlier this year or earlier this mm. earlier this month. So, does she still have it by the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think she does. Um, I'm going to say that um, May is the one to defeat her before the year is out. Yeah, snap. I um I feel the same way too. I feel like May is the you know the the inheritor of all of Emmy's. Yeah, passions and skills for teaching and yeah. just general ability as well. And I think to tie that passing of abilities, you know, with a bow, I think May takes the belt from yeah. her from her her teacher and that completes that story if you like. So yeah, mm-hmm. I am um, I totally agree. I think May should go into twenty twenty four with the big blue belt. Yeah. And into uh Choco Pro four hundred. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to Choco Pro 1000. <laughs> Make it happen. Um, okay, where should we go next? Tokyo Joshi? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so who's the uh, who's the pop champion come the end of the year? Is uh still Mizuki or someone else? Yeah, I th- I think Mizuki's going to have a good long reign and Mia Watanabe should be the person to unseat her finally. Hmm. Interesting. So I've gone for... And this is a test of my diction. It's either going to be Miu or Miu. Um, and actually, if we're, if we're keeping score, that's also my prediction for the TCP finals as well. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. TPC finals. Excuse yeah. Me. Okay. Um, in an ideal world, it would be Miu Watanabe. Yeah. I feel very much the same as you do. But I have a sneaking suspicion that it will be Miu Master yeah. that wins it. And maybe Miu can take it from her. But okay. I feel like, I don't know, to go from two champions back to back outside of the big three feels like a big, it's a, it's big, a big leap for Tokyo Joshi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I'm just factoring in their, their hesitance with this sort of sure, thing. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. International-wise, I I see Rika still holding it. Yeah, yeah. I, think I would love probably... to see Suzumi win it. She's she's the next the next one, I think. She's so good. So, so good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, have a little rivalry with Arisa Endo, because yeah. that seems to be like a really fun little ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. It's the way they seem to do it, isn't it? That they they come back to... They have like, partnerships, and then they kind of move into rivalries yeah. and partnerships and rivalries. And it's sort of, you know, it's the grey area between those things. So, yeah, I think um, Suzume is the one. Okay. There. Yeah. Um. Speaking of me, Yamashita, though, let's go to Pro Wrestling Eve. <laughs> uh, who's who's the, the top titleist there come the end of the year? Uh, I think it should be Rio. Oh, mate. I'd love it. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. That's that's the person who I think should unseat Miyu eventually. Mm. I mean, I don't disagree. I would like that. I don't think it'll be before the end of the year. I think it will probably be next year sometime, next spring, probably. The only thing that gives me pause is that she's had a couple of bites at her already. Yeah. So I don't know if they can run that back again, but maybe they can. But I would like that for sure. Mm-hmm. My guess is Emerson Jane 
Yeah. I'm not necessarily as high on her, although she's very good. I just don't think I've seen it, really kind of seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see that much. Um, you saw that. Oh, yeah. The, much, yeah, the, yeah. Which really kind which, of. I, yeah, she smashed it. Yeah, she's it's great. how it goes, though, wrestlers. Like, it's not necessarily an indictment on them. It's like if you haven't seen like a proper showcase match of theirs, then the likely it is that you're not going to be as enthusiastic about them. And I've never seen Emerson Jane in like a match that was designed to you know, be a be a big one for her. And that would have been the one. Like, it's a shame I haven't had a chance to see that yet. Mm. But everybody seems to be very high on her. And I don't think she's challenged for it yet, whilst Mii's been the champion. Mm-hmm. So that's um, me trying to do maths with wrestling. <laughs> yeah, because you can't run the same match back too many times. Yeah, you know, they've had the... the trifecta with millie so you'd assume that she's out now congrats to her on winning oh yeah grand slam by the way yeah amazing what an achievement that is and you know outside of your rio who's it gonna be i can't they're they're very much behind sapphire reed at the second but that Mm -hmm. feels like a bit of a leap yeah that's a bit of a jump isn't it so yeah i think emerson jane is probably the one for me anyway okay Okay. Right, two left. One I think is relatively easy. One is a complete gamble. So mm-hmm. we'll go with the gamble first. Um, is the Impact Championship? Is it? I think I feel like that's probably the most unpredictable top title in professional wrestling. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? And it's it's in many ways fortuitous to this particular game that the technical issues that occurred over the weekend, which meant we couldn't record, <laughs> occurred. Because at that point, I had Nick Aldis written down. Yeah, but nope. reports are now saying that he's, he's on gone. his way out. Yeah. So, man alive, I, I just don't know. Can Alex Shelley hold it for all that time? I'd love it if he did. <laughs> it seems unlikely with the uh, past form. It really does. Uh... So, the guys that are probably in the mix are... Eric Young, Moose, um, Josh Alexander knows back. Yeah. Of the three, I'd prefer Josh Alexander. Yeah, you know, because his, you know, he never lost it. He, uh, you know, had to relinquish the title very sadly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that seems that seems the like smart money, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, let's just stay there. Let's let's go with what we want. So I'm I'm gonna say Josh Alexander has it by the end of the year. Sure. I, I'm gonna go with my heart and say Alex Shelley just goes on a monster run now. Oh. Has it has it through to the end yeah, through to the end of the year. Please. Why not? Why not? Okay, last one. Um just uh, as a nod to our pals in Australia. The um Melbourne City uh world championship uh-huh. currently held by Buddy Matthews. You know, and that's been great fun, but surely you can't hold on to it for much longer, given that he's full time in the States. So my prediction is then I believe it's their next show is the 13th anniversary show of the promotion. Mm-hmm. So that feels like the time to make a big change. Yeah, if you're do it. I think with Slex winning the ballroom brawl. Yeah. Uh, at the most recent show, I think, you know, he he dethrones him there. Yeah, me too. I think you end on a, a big high note with Slexi winning it, and uh, and that's uh, that's how Matthew sails yeah. off. You know, so it's, it's been it's been a while since old Slex has held the the top honors in um, MCW. Last held it in 2019. Oh, I imagine he used to. He probably had body fat back then as well. <laughs> Once upon a time, <laughs> that guy is so ripped. I've never seen anybody so ripped. <laughs> It was funny because when when you spoke to him on on the podcast, yeah, um, he was saying then that he was trying to get into insanely good shape and sort of bemoaned our <laughs> silly questions. He's su- he succeeded. Oh my gosh, has he ever? Jeez. So yeah, I think Slex probably has it. I mean, we, we could just chuck in the PWA one quickly off the top. Um, so Ricky Self still has it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a match coming up with yeah, South held it nearly nine hundred days. Is it 900 days? Yeah, he's at wow. eight, 858. He won it uh, back in uh, 2021. Ricky. So, look, he's got a tough one, a tough title defense on the 29th against Jack Bonza. Yeah. 
And Bonds is one of those guys that you feel like could be could be the one. Yeah. But I'm gonna go a step further, albeit still within the nations, and I am gonna go for Jessica Troy being the one to do. I would love that. I mean, she's had like one bite of the cherry already, but I think I think you know that was uh, uh you know over a year ago. So yeah, give her another go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my pick anyway. So there we go. Um, what do you guys think? Do you agree, disagree? Let us know. Um, we'll make a list, and I, I'd absolutely love to get your respective thoughts yeah. on, uh, on how, who's going to be. Just how wrong are we? <laughs> just how wrong are Gareth and Liam? Yeah, let us know. Um, all right, mate. Should we wrap it up there? Yeah. This has been a lovely little catch up. Um, I hope everybody's enjoyed what we've had to talk about this go round. You know, I think it will be hopefully back to business as usual, moving forward as much as possible. Yeah, 100%. By the way, just a quick note to say that in terms of interviews, the updates to Twitter are making our life increasingly difficult <laughs> in terms of contacting people that don't follow us, which is often the way that we set up interviews. So if you see a blue tick appearing by our name, that's why. Yeah. It's not through any other uh, <laughs> political support or anything like that um, for Mr. Musk. But, um, you know, it's uh, just a purely a logistics thing because needs must dms seem to work better than emails so that's where we are um but hopefully it won't come to that but if it does yeah. that's why um <laughs> <laughs> anyway friends um thanks so much for joining us um hit us up on the socials at wrestling pod that's wrestling about the e on twitter and uh quite possibly instagram as well wrestlingpod.com again wrestling about the e is where you can get the links uh links to download links to listen gareth and myself on our personal twitters by all means come and give us a follow and have a chat that's always good fun um particularly as well as we're talking about wrestling outside of the the usual um uh, usual fare that we cover on the podcast if you want to talk about aw of us or something like that then that's probably the best place to do it and, and we'd really enjoy that our patreon is up on there as well and it will now be actually worth something as we'll be um releasing stuff so <laughs> thanks for bearing with us on that um and anything else gareth no i think that just about covers it there's a, there's a kofi as well you can send us some oh, money yes. on that all the links on at wrestlingpod.com yeah, it does genuinely help us actually keep the lights on in this thing and pay for things like translation for interviews and stuff like that. So if you can spare anything, we'd be grateful. Much appreciated. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Have a wonderful week, weekend, whatever, whenever we drop this. Yeah, um, whenever, you, whenever you're listening. Whenever you're listening. And in the meantime, stay happy, stay safe, and enjoy the graps. Mm-hmm.